Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. This is a Thursday episode. On Thursdays, it's just me waxing poetic on a topic that is surrounding the health and fitness and business industries or the medical industry, something that is either trending or something I previously touched on with a guest that I didn't get to expand on, and I want to talk about it a little bit more uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, yes, my name is Steve Washuda. I am the host of the Truly Fit Podcast. I am the author of Fitness Business 101. What the certifications don't teach you is the byline of that. And and really, the the my emphasis on that book was not just for personal trainers. It was really for anybody who is changing careers and thinking, can I do this? Yes, there is what I call zoom in and zoom out perspectives of the book. A lot of the zoom in things talk more about the nuances and specifics of the career in the fitness industry, the marketing, the day-to-day, some kinesiology-based kinesiology based tips, those sorts of things. But I have a zoom-out perspective that talks about any that could help anybody from marketing perspectives to really understanding your body and your mind and your skill sets and what sort of career path that you should go into based on those things and how to be introspective in that. And I think that's really where people struggle. There's this very, I would call it in the box, small-minded thinking where those of us who have only done one thing and only studied one thing think that we're uniquely qualified just to do that one thing. It's sort of this weird kind of like fate connection. Oh, I was meant to go to Penn State University. I had such a great time there in college. No, guess what? You would have had a great time in almost any college you went to. You just, that's the place you went to. So that's what you're associating your great time with. And you're assuming or you're some sort of weird cognitive dissonance that you would only have had a good time at that college. But that's very unlikely. The same th- we do the same thing with jobs. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm so good at this job. I really enjoy this job. Or this, I'm used to just do this job. It's nonsense, right? We have a generalized set of skills that can be used in a bunch of different occupations and careers. And we have to think of it that way so that you give yourself an out where you give yourself a way to expand your business and not just be so in the box. You know, you, you look at someone like Gary Vee. Most people think that he's just like this like serial entrepreneur and he's been he had a lot of money his whole life and he's just spending money left and right and learning how to jump up the hoops. No, he, he grew up in a small town in New Jersey near me. And at first he worked at his father's wine store and then he became sort of like a sommelier. I knew Gary Vee from uh, making YouTube videos before YouTube was cool reviewing wine. Right. No, most people don't even know that he was doing that. So it's not that he was uniquely qualified to be a sommelier only. Obviously not, right? Look where he is now. So we have skill sets. We have to be introspective and say, what else can I do with my particular skill sets? In my book, I write personal trainers. There's typically two types, and there's probably more than two, but I try to make it easier. Two types of people that enter the industry. You have people who are very direct. Those are people who are more math and science-minded. They can look at the body like an anatomical sleuth and break it down and say, I see knee valgus here. I see that your shoulders are sort of slumping forward. You have to work on some postural things in the cervical column area, so on and so forth. And then we have people who are more demonstrative. We have people who are, are about the experience of a training session. They connect well with the client. They provide a high value experience through being very understanding with the client and they make it they make that connection. Maybe they make it fun, but they don't know the body that well and it's more about again overall experience. Somebody wants to see you every day for an hour because they enjoy you. That's a big part of the fitness industry, especially in in group fitness where a lot of it is I'm not 
catering any individual exercise to a person. I can't if there's 15 or 20 people in my class. It's about me putting on a show up front, knowing a few modifications and having everybody enthused and enthralled to be there alongside me and putting on uh, what a friend of mine calls an, an entra trainer, right? Instead of an entertainer, you're an entra trainer. So this, uh, this mindset of I'm uniquely qualified to just be in one career really gets people to not change careers. In the last podcast, I talked about quit over grit, why sometimes it's actually a good move to quit your job and move on. I talk about this a lot in different ways throughout the podcast because I I come about so many young personal trainers and entrepreneurs who feel like they're stuck. And it's because they kind of know the next move is to leave, is to leave the job. But between the sunk cost fallacy and between just just being scared, being nervous about what lies ahead in that next career and having to start over, they don't do it. But they waste time because they eventually do it anyway, three, four, five years later when they get so fed up, they just blow a, blow a gasket and then leave. And sometimes then you end up leaving on bad terms instead of leaving on better terms and doing it your own way. So there's no good time to do a tough thing. But sometimes you, you have to really take a step back, be introspective and say, is this career for me? Or can I do other things? What else can I do with my individual skill set? That's very important. And if it's tough for you to be introspective, I talked about this on a podcast with Camille Walker. Uh, ask some friends and family. Say, hey, guys, like, you know, I know this is a little odd, but can you tell me what you think I'm good at? And also maybe tell me what I'm bad at. Just do, do a little audit of me as a person. What do you think I'm good at? What do you think I'm bad at? What, what career fields do you think I'd be good in? And see if there's an overlap. See if people say like, oh, you know what? Everyone's like, I think you would have been a really good, whatever, uh, you know, preschool teacher. And you have six, seven of the 10 people that you ask say that. Well, maybe that's something you should look into. And maybe if that's something you always thought about and you have this unique skill set where you have the temperament to deal with uh, young, kid, uh, young kids, uh, you know, pooping their diapers and uh, not wanting to go to nap time, well, then maybe that's what you were, you were meant to do. So um, in the fitness industry spe- specifically, I think where people struggle is that they need to analyze their skills inside of the fitness industry. There's all, there's a million different jobs in the fitness industry. You never really have to leave the fitness industry, but you you may have to change career paths inside of the fitness industry based upon your skill set. For those who are very good in, let's say, putting on a show, you're going to always be better in group fitness. And guess what? You can make more money that way too, because what you can start doing is doing small group classes. So you have eight or 10 people and you say, hey, this is like a this is a mix between personal training and group fitness. I talk about this in other podcasts. You can call it small group training, small small group personal training. And you charge them, let's say, $25, $30, $35 a piece rather than the, let's say, the industry standard of $60, $65 for an hour for personal training. But if you have people in there, that's a heck of a lot of money. So uh, there's, there's different ways to use your skill sets to navigate the fitness industry to make you the most money. If you're somebody who is really great with one piece of equipment, you just, I don't know, you picked up a kettlebell at 21 and now you're 33 and you've, been, you've, n- you've used nothing but kettlebells. Well, guess what? This is what you should be specializing in. You spent all of these hours doing this. I don't know how you should do this. Maybe, maybe it's not in a group class setting because maybe you're a little bit awkward and you can't put on that dynamic show and you're timid. But you know what you're talking about and you have cool exercises and you know the body well and you know how to get people to their goals. Okay, well, then you do one-on-one kettlebell training. You can do it virtually. You can do it on person. So there's, there's so many different ways and people just need to think outside the box a little bit more in the fitness industry 
and not say what jobs are available, what jobs already exist. We don't need to do that anymore. Between virtual training and everything that's there, you need to look the other way. You need to start by analyzing yourself and your skill set and then go, what job can I create? What job can I create based upon my skill sets and my wants and my needs? How can I create a job that would make sense for me? Because it's going to bring people in because th this is where I'm optimizing all of my skill sets in both the business and fitness industries, okay? So for someone like me, I like working with seniors for a few reasons. Number one, I've seen it all in the health and fitness industry. So when the seniors come to me and they show me their health history form, my wife's also a physician and I see the medications, I typically know without a lot of research and I will do the research if I have to, what the side effects are of those medications. So I know right away what I'm dealing with and they know they understand that I know that. So they feel comfortable. I know most of the injuries that they're dealing with because I've had I've had hundreds of clients who have had hip and knee replacements. So I, I get what the process is. I get what they've been through before. And on top of that, I enjoy talking to adults. I enjoy, I, I prefer to talk senior than a, than a 12 year old. So I put on that, that proper, again, experience because you're spent, you're having people pay for, to spend an hour with you, maybe three or four times a week. That's four hours a week. They're paying to spend time with you. So you want to make sure that there's a good rapport there between you and your clients. I don't have that with children. I can't put on a good show with an eight or 12 year old. I don't know how to continue a conversation, but with a, with a 50 and 60 and 70 year old, I can. So know yourself, know your skill sets, analyze you, your abilities, your wants, your needs, and then create the job. What can I do? How can I craft a position that would be best served for me? And then go out there and do it. And, and you know, there's, there's obviously some people who don't, who are nervous to do that. They want to just look at to see the jobs available. What jobs are available right now? And I'm just going to go sign up for that job. It's good to do that if it's your first time in the industry or in any industry, because it allows you to sort of be a sponge, take all the information, see other trainers, see other professionals, steal tips and tricks. I talk about this in the book from other trainers. These are the things I want. I'm going to keep them. This trainer does things a way that I wouldn't do this. I'm going to throw that information out. And then you develop who you are by watching everybody else. And that's how a lot of jobs used to be, right? We used to have that where you would have a mentor of some sort and you would be the apprentice and there would be an apprenticeship. But we don't have that a lot anymore thanks to, you know, how society runs with college. And that's another whole conversation. But, you know, have, being an apprentice and learning under somebody is really, really, really important. But if you already have some skills and you already kind of have an inkling on, on what you want to do and the route you want to go and what you're good at, it's time to do it. You're not going to go out there and find that job. You have to create that job with through virtual training and all the apps they have out now. And what we're doing here at trulyfit.app when our, our final platform and app is launched where we have clients we're, we're finding you clients. You put your individuals, you put your individual services up there, much like a Fiverr, if anyone's familiar with that. You're a personal trainer. Your name is Bob Johnson and you do virtual yoga and you do, uh, you know, virtual hit classes. You put your times up there in a schedule and then we drive clients to the site to find you and the, and the, and the pay for your classes through, through site credits. So that's our goal because I know how many great people out there there are in the fitness industry that are just stuck. They don't know where to go. They have a skill set that's unique. They would like to start their own thing, but they don't think they can make enough money in the industry. And that's why we started trulyfit.app. And that's why I do this podcast and wrote the book. I want to help people in the fitness and health and medical industries sort of better themselves. And and also I I 
am lucky enough to get to speak on this podcast every Monday with someone who knows more than me about another topic. And that's what I do. I find people who know more than me about another topic. It could be physicians, registered dietitians, other personal trainers, marketing experts, tax experts, business experts help out in the health and fitness and wellness and business interconnected with those industries. I want to learn from them so I can ingest the information. I can pass it on to other people. Thanks for listening to the Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform. And feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.